With your Amex card, entertainment benefits like special ticket access and pre-sales to select can't-miss events while supplies last, make every tap music to your ears. As you may have realized, I watch a lot of sports. That's why I like Prime Video. It has all my sports in one app, like the National Women's Soccer League, included with Prime. Plus, you can buy Premier Boxing or stream the NHL and NBA playoffs on Max with the Bleacher Report Sports add-on or add Paramount Plus for the Masters on CBS. Prime Video. It's all your favorite sports in one place. Restrictions apply. Prime membership required for add-on subscriptions. See Amazon.com slash Amazon Prime for details. Seton, what if I told you there's a bacon, then there's number one thick cut, tastes like a touchdown in your mouth bacon? You must be talking about right brand bacon because mm-hmm. they are not playing when it comes to the premium quality of their bacon. It's thick cut, hand trimmed, and real would smoke real and you could tell so why settle for average bacon when you can have the real stuff that's right and if you're looking to upgrade any meal any meal try right brand bacon that's called right brand bacon you won't regret it experience bacon the right way 56 percent of job seekers say the biggest challenge is finding a job that matches their qualifications this according to an express employment professionals harris poll survey The job search can be lonely, but Express Employment Professionals can be your one connection to finding that job that fits you. Each year, hundreds of thousands of people find work through their local Express office. Find the location nearest you at ExpressPros.com. No fees for somebody seeking a job. Visit ExpressPros.com. You are listening to The Dan Patrick Show on Fox Sports Radio. 877-3DP-SHOW is the phone number. Operator, Marvin, standing by. You can also email, tweet. We say good morning to Peacock, our streaming partner, and our radio affiliates around the country, including Madison, Wisconsin, Chico, California, and Radford, Virginia. Poll question, McLevin. Who felt like the biggest winner last night? 65% say Mac Jones, 31% Tom Brady, and only 2% Bill Belichick. Well, he did stop Brady. I mean, if you, but but this Bill Belichick doesn't deal in moral victories. Tom Brady doesn't. Mac Jones maybe privately feels like, man, I went toe to toe with Tom Brady in the biggest game that I've had in the NFL, one of the biggest games of my career, and he's got to feel good about that. I don't like the fact that they didn't go for it on fourth and three. And here's the math. In case you're just joining us, I've mentioned this twice already, but it's fourth and three. They're a little less than a minute to go. And if you go for it, even if you don't get it, at least you've gone for it because I don't want Brady getting the ball back. We're going to try to kick a 56-yarder in the rain, and then we're going to give Brady a little less than a minute to go with two timeouts. I don't like that. It feels like gaining three or four yards is a little more attainable than a 56-yard field goal. Peter King joined us in the first hour, and he said that uh, the word was Nick Folk. uh, His plant leg was not 100%. So I'm asking my field goal kicker, who is not a long field goal kicker, to go out there in the rain with a plant leg that's not 100%. And if he makes it, Tom Brady still has 55 seconds to go and kick the game-winning field goal. Mac Jones was doing a great job. There was a comfort zone there, but Bill Belichick was asked about why he didn't go for it. Was there any consideration of going for it on the fourth down when you kicked the field goal at the end? Not really. Okay, 
First of all, it's a fair question. And that you you didn't have any thought on that? You should. Like, I'm, I'm shocked. Now, he might say, yeah, we did give it some thought, but. But he doesn't want to be questioned on strategy. Like, who are you to ask me something about strategy? That's a legitimate question. And hopefully somebody follows up today or tomorrow when uh, Belichick gets in front of the media, because I am curious. Like if I just do the football math here of, I don't want Tom Brady to have the ball back. I feel better about my quarterback who has played really well, outplayed Brady getting four yards. And then we keep the clock moving. We get in better field position for an easier field goal. Instead of, Let's take a chance. And if he makes it, what happens? Brady still gets the ball back with 55 seconds to go. That's all. I mean, the media is covering the wrong thing today. Did they, did they hug? How long did they hug for? That, that's not the story. The story is the actual game itself. The strategy here. And I don't get it. I don't get it at all. You had a reporter who came in late to the press conference. It didn't go well. Here's uh, here's that reporter. Hey, Bill. I, yeah, I may I may have missed it. I just got got in here earlier. But um, what did you see? You've seen Tom Brady play so many games over so long. This game with all the emotions and obviously the chess match against you. What 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 did you see from Tom tonight that that may have kept it as competitive as it was? Yeah, I think we already covered that. That was one of the first questions. First of all, first of all, ask the question. Like, that's one of those big wind-ups, and then, you know, you throw a 48-mile-an-hour fastball. Do you, I mean, do you really think, that's where, don't you ask a reporter who's there, hey, has anybody asked this? How many questions are we in here? Like, like right? Hey, Tom, uh, sorry, I just got in. You may have already answered this. It's like, oh, buddy. Oh, no, you oh can, dear. No. You, can't give, no. you can't give Bill Belichick that. Yes, McLovin. Does that reporter think nobody asked about Tom no. Brady up no. until that point? Uh, uh, Bill, I, I'm a little late here. Did, did anybody ask about Tom Brady? Uh, well, uh, what did you see tonight from Tom? Uh, no, we, uh, we've already... We, we, we've already covered that. Yes, Tom. <laughs> and you're asking it in a nervous, apologetic way, especially mm. for someone who's kind of a bully. If you're dealing with a Belichick type, you better at least bring some confidence to the inflection in your voice. If you don't know if it's been asked, then you have to ask somebody next to you. You, ju- you just do. And you have to assume that it's been asked. They didn't ask about next week's opponent yeah. right off the bat. Yeah. Hey, uh, Bill, uh, you on to your next game? Yes, McLovin. Isn't it interesting, like, and I know you've been through this many times, when you have the calculus of where do I go? Do I go to the opposing locker room? Do I go to the yeah. coach's press conference? I'm sure you've run into this situation yes. hundreds of times. Yes. Do you go into the losing locker room? Usually the losing locker room is the more interesting one. And I would have gone into Belichick's press conference before I would have gone into Brady's. Because... I might get something out of Belichick who talks about the night, the strategy, Mac Jones. Brady's just going to say basically, hey, you know, I appreciate coming back. Thanks for the outpouring. Uh, we're just happy to get a win. Bill might give you a little bit more there. But you, you, can't, you can't go in there and go, hey, um, just 
when I, I don't know if this has been asked or not, but and then I, as soon as I heard that, I go, oh, this is not going to go well. Not going to go well. Oh, 877-3DP-SHOW. Email address dp at danpatrick.com. And by the way, I've been in these moments. I've made these mistakes. So it's not like I go, oh, holier than thou. As I have preached to my students at Full Sail University, to the Danettes, just ask the damn question. Don't surround it. Just ask the question. What surprised you about Tom Brady tonight? Anything. But don't do a big wind-up. So you ask a question, answer a question, then ask a question. Not good. Ask, answer, ask. Horrible. Yeah. Horrible. You want to get on my bad side? Do that. Todd. I wouldn't know anything about that. Yes, you would. You lead the league and ask, <laughs> answer. I'm going to send you to Full Sail University for a year. Can we send, can we send Todd to a uh, Patriots game and have him ask Bill Belichick uh, questions? Uh, <laughs> He'll never get credentialed. <laughs> I don't think we could get you credentialed. When that happens, how much of it is just a bad rambling question versus the media person is trying to feel like to show off knowledge or something? They, they're, they're saying a bunch of things to show things that they like already know and want you to know that they're, they're Todd, intelligent. Todd, right you now? just did the damn same damn thing. That's an example of what you don't know. Don't do that. If you're in the uh, sports and media don't. industry. Ask, answer, and ask. If that was on purpose, that was genius, Todd. But it wasn't on <laughs> it purpose. Wasn't on purpose. <laughs> no, because he went, oh, I did. Yeah, just make love it. I've talked to the Patriots PR person before about one Todd Fritz. Same as every NFL team. Todd Fritz, Todd Fritz haunts my nightmares. He will get hit. <laughs> he will hit up Stacey James at 2 a.m. Every, every Sunday for 10 years. There's no way he's getting a credential. Yes. He's public enemy number one. To Stacey James is the PR director, the media director for the paper. I'm always very polite. Sometimes it's in an off hour, but I'm, I'm not like waking them up in the middle of the night. There's a message. If they get it, if they're up, if not, they'll get it in the, in the next morning. Did you ask for Belichick today? I always ask for Belichick. Okay. <laughs> all right. Uh, you never know when the, you know. You never sudden, know. I know. That's, that's my life motto. You never but, know but, what's going to happen. But I always tell you, you might be doing more damage. You might make it tougher to actually get somebody because the PR person is probably going to go, oh, God. But if you get the response, like, just want to let you know, I don't want you to waste your time. I'm sure you're pursuing other guests. This is never going to happen or it's not going to happen this year. <laughs> then I would stop. But if it's like, thanks for asking, he's unavailable, that invites me to continue to check in. <laughs> I know. <laughs> They're trying to be polite. Eventually, maybe he'll be available. No, he's, he's not going to be available. He's not. But I always tell you to pick your spots. Just pick your spot. It's tough. It's tough for me to do I that. know. I, I know. like to believe that anything is possible unless I get an absolute 100% definitive no. But when the great Bill Murray pulls me aside. That was bad. And says, this guy, Todd Fritz, tell him to stop calling. And I go, okay, I will, Bill. He said, please. Bill, Bill's never serious about anything. And here he's saying, Please. It was one of the most, maybe his most dramatic role ever. Like if, if you said Bill was doing that in a movie, you'd go, my God, is he dramatic. But if I just get a response, if you get back to me in a timely fashion, I'm really, you know, my bark is much worse than my bite. I'm just asking for a, a response. To not respond then invites me to continue to follow up. Maybe he didn't get the message. Maybe it was deleted by accident. I yes, think, Paul. Yes, I think Paul. I just figured out what Bill Murray said to Scarlett Johansson at the end of Lost in Translation. Yes. Please have Fritzy <laughs> stop calling me if you know Dan Patrick at all. That's what he whispered. 
If you uh, had to ask the question, the last two undefeated teams in the NFL this season, I don't think many people would have guessed that it would be the Cardinals and the Raiders. The Raiders play tonight. Cardinals won yesterday. Vegas, an underdog tonight at home against the Chargers. We could have only one undefeated team after tonight. And it's a three-point line. But what they did yesterday against the Rams, they dominated a team a lot of people think are going to be the favorites to represent the NFC in the Super Bowl. Cardinals have collected a lot of talent on offense. They got pass catchers. You got DeAndre Hopkins, A.J. Green, Christian Kirk, uh, Rondale Moore, a rookie. Tight end Max Williams is playing well. They got a run game with Chase Edmonds, James Conner. The defense impressive against uh, the Rams offense. I don't normally give Cliff Kingsbury a lot of credit, but I have to on this because he's had a lot of doubters. Right now, he's coaching maybe the most impressive team in the NFL. It's only four weeks, but you still have to have those little check marks where you go, how did you do against that team? When the Packers went to San Francisco and won, that's a check mark where you go, okay, all right, there's some accountability there. Being able to do that in a big moment. Uh, the Rams have Seattle this uh, weekend, McLevin, or they, they have San Francisco? Ram, uh, Rams are at Seattle Thursday night. Rams Thursday at night. Seattle. Oh, man. How yeah. good is that? Yeah, did you walk away from the Rams, Cardinals, worry about the Rams now? Because they were no. they were the hot team. No, no. It, it, it takes a lot to get worried about a team. I mean, if you're 0-4... You know, they just shut down Tom Brady and company. Yes, Todd. Now, after that Rams loss to the Cardinals, do you want the extra time to prepare for another division opponent, or you want to quickly get that loss out of your system and play three days, four days later? You asked. That was good, wasn't it? And then you gave me two options. I thought that was okay. No. If you're the Rams, are you glad that you're playing on Thursday, or would you prefer to have the extra day? No, no, no. That's just, just what's the question? My question is, is it in the Rams' best interest to go right out and play a game on Thursday? Okay. Against a division opponent. <laughs> <laughs> After losing badly to the Cardinals at home. Can, so can we edit this and I can play it in front of my <laughs> students at Full really Sail? Should. Yeah. yeah. Like, <laughs> you want to know what not to do? Right here. Yes, Bowie. Last year, Arizona Cardinals, they... Uh, they were five and I think they were five and two. They just won. They beat New York. They beat Dallas. They beat Seattle. And then they had a bye week, and everyone was on the bandwagon. I think yeah. I was yelling about Kyler Murray for the MVP. Then they lost four of their next five, yeah. and it cooled off a lot. Yeah. Uh, you know, it's a tough division, but you know, you you have to have a couple of statement games, and and they they had a statement game yesterday. I mean, if you're thinking about could it have gone any better, I'd say no. And, and you know, the Cowboys, I said, if you're 3-1, and one, that's great. And I said they could be 8-2 and two after 10 games. Uh, you've got a legitimate cornerback. You've got a legitimate linebacker. You've got a running game that keeps the defense off the field. Dak looks really good. They look like they, they look better every week. They, they feel more well-rounded as a team. They're in a division that's not very good, even though the Giants won that game and Washington football team won their game as well. But, you know, you, you, got, a, you got the Giants coming to town next week, and then you got the Patriots, and then you have a bye week. 
But if you're looking at the Cowboys now, you have every reason to believe in that offense. And Trayvon Diggs and Micah Parsons, just having two of those guys. We look at the Rams defense, and you got Jalen Ramsey and Aaron Donald. That's all you want. Give me two impact players on defense. And as long as you have decent players around these great players, if I have a cornerback who takes away one side of the field, what a weapon. And then Micah Parsons, line him up in a variety of places, you know, disguise what you do, make them, you know, keep an eye on him. And Dak and, you know, Zeke, I love Pollard. You run the football. You got those wide receivers. You got a tight end. Like, you know, they're formidable. But maybe they're going to be an 8-2 and two team after 10 games, which may surprise some people. All right, we'll take a break. We'll come back. We'll give you our best and worst of the weekend and uh, more of your phone calls as well. 16 after the hour here on the Dan Patrick Show. Thanks for listening to the Dan Patrick Show podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday morning, 9 to noon Eastern or 6 to 9 Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. Find your local station for the Dan Patrick Show at foxsportsradio.com or stream us live every day on the iHeartRadio app by searching FSR. Or stream us live on the Peacock app. The original light beer, 1975. Miller Light. Yeah, the original. Yeah, 1975. Perfect companion for uh, us grill masters across the United States. This past weekend, even Mother's Day, I'm treating myself while I'm treating my wife for Mother's Day. Out there cooking, and I've got my Miller Light, my friend, right there with me. Miller Lite keeps it simple. Undebatable quality. It's You can't debate it. I would try it. I would no, lose. you can't. Taste as great as the barbecue you're making. The beer that strips away everything you don't need and holds on to what matters most. It tastes like a beer. Less filling. Only 96 calories. With a Miller Lite in hand, grilling doesn't just taste great. It, it tastes like Miller time. To get Miller Lite delivered to your door, visit MillerLite.com slash Patrick, or you can find it pretty much anywhere that sells great beer. Celebrate responsibly. Miller Brewing Company, Milwaukee, Wisconsin. 96 calories per 12 ounces. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. As you may have realized, I watch a lot of sports. Like, a lot. That's why I like Prime Video. It has all my live sports and docs in one app. Like Giannis, The Marvelous Journey, and the National Women's Soccer League, both included with Prime. Plus, you can buy Premier Boxing or stream the NHL and NBA playoffs on Max with the Bleacher Report sports add-on. Or add Paramount Plus for the Masters on CBS. All in one app with one password. Prime Video. It's all your favorite sports in one place. Restrictions apply. Prime membership required for add-on subscriptions. See Amazon.com slash Amazon Prime for details. This is it. We've got an Amex Platinum Pro on our hands, ladies and gentlemen. We haven't seen anyone relax like this before in the Centurion Lounge. Is he connecting to complimentary Wi-Fi? Oh, my. Look at that. He is. And you will not believe where he's going next. The Amex dedicated card member entrance for the win. 
Unbelievable! When you get travel perks with Amex Platinum, you're part of the action. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. The other thing is Alabama being this good, good for college football because they haven't, no one is really challenging them yet. Or is that because the teams are great? That it feels played? like Georgia and Alabama have separated themselves. Alabama always does. It feels like Georgia, like those two meet in the SEC title game. The loser is still going to play in the uh, Final Four. I think they're that good. Yes, Todd. And how do you explain such a drop-off? I know they lost Trevor Lawrence, but not even in the top 25 no. Clemson anymore and struggling to get past Boston College. I'm watching that game. Boston College should have won it. I mean, I, I, I watched a lot of college football. I watched K-State in Oklahoma. I watched um, Notre Dame-Cincinnati. Cincinnati, you know, that's a, that's a really good defense. And, and, and that's one of those where you go, man, they must have had everything going their way. They didn't get lucky. They were better than Notre Dame. They looked faster than Notre Dame. Ritter is a good quarterback for them, and Luke Fickle's done a wonderful job there at Cincinnati. The Oregon game, I kept going, is Oregon going to wake up and realize you're going to throw away an opportunity to be in the Final Four, play for a national championship? Yikes. Not good. Not good. Bill Belichick, was uh, he met with the media this morning, and I wondered if people would follow up on what should be the storyline of this game, Belichick not going for it on fourth and three because everybody is – Looking at one storyline, did, did Brady and Belichick hug? How about the game itself? Fourth and three, under a minute to go. Go for it. Here's Bill Belichick this morning. Just on the decision to kick the 56-yarder, how, how much was there any thought that even if Nick makes that, that do we want to give the ball back to the offense? Like when you're making that decision, is that even part of the consideration or is it simply the kick? The kick itself, you know, can he make? Is this the distance we want to go from here? Yeah, it really wasn't much of a decision there. You know, we converted two third downs in the game. Nick Nick had kicked well. No, that wasn't any consideration. All right. Apparently, no consideration whatsoever. You know, it's not like he's waffling. He he stayed with the same answer there. I don't agree with it, but. I don't want Brady to have the ball back with 55 seconds to go and two timeouts. Just don't. Yes, yeah, it, it's interesting to hear him say that too because you're like, hey, you know, what a great time to show. Like, I believe in this quarterback and this offense, and we can get that ball. And he's like, no, no, I don't believe in that. <laughs> yeah, he's like, we only got two. We converted two third downs the whole game. There's like almost no chance we were going to get that. And and do we really think he's going to admit to a mistake where he goes? You know, on second thought, uh, we, we should have gone for it. Like, he's not going to do that. If they had gone for it and didn't get it? Oh, I would have no be- problem. It's a 56-yarder in the rain. I don't want Tom Brady to have the ball back. That's, that's all I kept. I always look at how much time is left on the clock for these great quarterbacks. Like Aaron Rodgers. Got a minute left. Two timeouts. Uh-oh, that's not good. Russell Wilson. Nope, that's not good. There's a, there's a certain group of quarterbacks where you go, oh, we left too much time on the clock. Yeah, McLovin. Especially because they get four downs in that situation. Yeah. That's it makes point. it much harder to stop them. Yeah. You're going to run the clock down. You're going to kick a field goal that's more manageable. And I don't give Brady the opportunity to beat me. And you get that first down. Imagine you get that first down. I mean, 
now you've, you're going to have a, a reason. You could run the ball a couple of times, put it on the hash mark where you want to. Now you have a little better chance. 56-yarder in the rain? Didn't like it at all. But more importantly, going for it keeps the ball away from Tom Brady. Best and worst of the weekend. Todd, I'll start with you. My best of the weekend, Texas running back Bijan Robinson rushes for a career-high 216 yards at TCU. The Longhorns take down the Horn Frogs 32-27. Also two TDs for Robinson. Worst, the previously eighth-ranked Razorbacks, a no-show in Athens. I know we mentioned it earlier. Getting blanked 37-0. The Bulldogs had a 21-0 lead after one quarter and didn't even have injured quarterback JT Daniels. McLovin? I don't know if this is best or worst, but my Philadelphia Eagles, Jalen Hurts, had three touchdowns taken off the board and still ended up with almost 400 yards and two TDs. Uh, he's had six TDs taken off the board because of penalties this year. The Eagles are having a penalty problem. He's actually sneaky playing really well, and the rest of the team is not good. Uh, the worst is definitely, I was so excited for Ole Miss, Alabama, and <laughs> Mississippi just couldn't compete from... Pretty much. They had some chances, but not so good. And then Lane Kiffin said, get your popcorn ready prior to. And then the mascot brought out a big thing of popcorn there. <laughs> Did you see the CBS guys all had popcorn in front of them for their pregame show? Mm-hmm. Like uh, like New High's Lo- Oh, God. Yeah. Yes, Tom. But then even after the popcorn remark, he threw down his headset and ran away. Just She, she was asking him like one more question. What's the big surprise you have for next? And he just threw his headset. Yeah, Paul. There was a promo right after the games uh, on CBS. Tune in next week. Arkansas versus Ole Miss. Number three versus number six. They didn't factor in where they're going to drop to. I was like, you better get that promo up now with those rankings. Seton, best and worst of the weekend. That's funny. Uh, My best of the weekend, that touchdown, Lamar Jackson to Hollywood Brown, 49 yards. That catch was just phenomenal. Hollywood Brown caught one. Dude, that's a hell of a catch, though. Good grief. Yeah. Um, And the worst of the weekend is actually me uh, last night watching the, the game. And there was this moment where, you know, like you do the whole pregame and you're like, oh, look, Tommy, and you cry and you're like, we love you. And then the game starts and you're supposed to like switch gears back into Patriots. Because your family, Patriot fans. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're Patriots fans, right? And so we're watching the game and there's this moment in the game where Leonard Fournette, he has a run to the right, but then cuts back to the left and like sort of gets around the corner and runs in for the first down. And... I'm watching and I'm like, all right, there you go, kid. Good run. And my family looked at me like, what the hell is wrong with you? Which team are you rooting for? And I was like, I don't know. I get all of a sudden I got so confused. I was like, who am I? Who are we right now? What are we doing? Who are we supposed? It's very confusing. Paulie, best and worst of the weekend. Yeah, Kentucky Wildcats 20 to 13 over the Florida Gators. Ooh. Not so much the score. But that Kentucky crowd was awesome. That looked like a big-time SEC football game. They're 5-0. and Very cool experience at the Kentucky football game. And then my Iowa Hawkeyes, Dan, this is the biggest weekend in Iowa Hawkeyes football history. And I'm basing that off no research whatsoever. They're uh, 5-0. and They've handled everybody. They're a top-five school. They have number four Penn State mm-hmm. on national TV next week. Mm-hmm. And then they have Purdue, Wisconsin, Northwestern, Minnesota, Illinois, Nebraska. The season gets easier and easier. This is the biggest weekend in Iowa Hawkeyes history. I was watching the Wisconsin game, and Michigan looked great. You, know, you keep thinking, okay, when's Wisconsin going to act like Wisconsin? Mm, they're not going to. Uh, Barry in Long Island. Hi, Barry. Welcome back. Best and worst of the weekend. Good morning, fellas. Despite uh, contrary belief, more happened in New England and uh, Tommy. J.E.T. 
S. Jets, Jets, Jets. Off the schneid with the win. Uh, Zach looked really good in the fourth quarter in overtime. Got a ways to go, but uh, he gave us what we want. Hope. Yeah. Thank you, Barry. Uh, yeah. Hope. I mean, the, the, the Jets look good. I mean, they look good enough. Let's put it that way. It was like Dan Rather back in the 90s at the end of the broadcast. Hope. Just No, courage. 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 My bad. Courage. Uh, Delhi in Chicago. Hey, Delhi. Oh, whoops. You let go. Hey, Delhi. No, not yet. Kelly. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Hey, I didn't mean to interrupt you and your wife there at the uh, kitchen table. Well, no, I'm getting my blood. Pre- I was getting my blood pressure taken. Sorry. Oh, okay. All right. Yeah. How is your blood pressure after the Bears win yesterday? Oh, there you go. One thirty-four over eighty. Okay. All right. Good. Uh, best and worst you of the weekend. My pulse, you want to know my pulse rate? Yeah. And the oxygen level? Yeah, sure. Pulse rate is pulse rate's 83. All right. And my oxygen level is 92%. All right. Glad to have you. Thank you. I got a best and the worst, and I wanted to talk to you about. Well, my best of the weekend was Justin Fields' win, and, and, and looking to the future, that was my best. All right. My my worst is, I don't know if you can talk to the scholar McLovin to see what an oxymoron is. What is the definition of neutral zone? Is the neutral zone not neutral? Because they they line up in the, in the neutral zone and they get a flag for it. <laughs> McLovin, do you want to answer the neutral zone? No, but that's a brilliant point. Why is lining up in the neutral zone of federally? You should be able to be totally safe in the yeah, neutral shouldn't zone. Shouldn't we both be allowed in here? Yeah. <laughs> It's like, oh, he lined up in the safe zone. Like, if it's safe, yeah. He salvaged that call at the end. What a great question. I I like that Delhi is getting his blood pressure taken. Let me call in real quick. Yeah. I got some time to kill while I'm at the doctor's office. Wisconsin is one in three, first time since 1990. 31 years ago. Stat of the day, stat of the day, stat of the day, stat of the day. Here comes that what stat of the day. Sean in Oregon joins us. Hi, Sean. What's on your mind today? Dan, I think you know the worst of the weekend is uh, the Oregon Ducks. What the hell uh, are you guys doing? I don't know. We're struggling. I mean, I... It's uh, pretty sad. I mean, I'm not going to blame the Pac-12 officiating, but they sure didn't help. <laughs> but you just did. <laughs> uh, and, uh, what's, the, what's your blood pressure, by the way, Sean? Oh, my blood. I don't even know what my blood pressure okay. is. All right. I'm just curious. Um, and then do you have a best of the weekend? Well, I'd have to say the best of the weekend is the baseball. And uh, I know that the Mariners didn't make it in the playoffs, but it sure gave everyone a, a reason to show up to T-Mobile Park. And uh, just the whole baseball all weekend long was good. It was. It was a lot of fun, a lot of drama there, and I look forward to these one-game showdowns uh, coming up this week. 877-3DP-SHOW, email address, dp.danpatrick.com. Jason in New York. Hi, Jason. Best and worst of the weekend. Hey, what's up, fellas? Uh, 
Best of the weekend, good game. And uh, by the way, five seven. Boy, Oxygen is a stout ninety six. Thank you very much. And the best years of the weekend is the Gillette Razor commercial during the game last night. And there he goes. <laughs> Thank you, Jason. Yes, McLovin. I noticed it's commercialized already. Did Seaton get a cut of that? <laughs> I don't know. It feels like there are people picking up on his Al Michaels impersonation. It's so funny. I'm watching that, too. And I'm like, did you hear that? I'm saying to uh, like my wife, I'm like, did you hear? He just said, there, she, there he goes. She's like, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Like, no, no, it's just said it's like the impression. It's just, yeah. Yeah. Wait, oh, but, but that, that's mine. I yeah, mean, no, it's like I've been doing that on the show. It's been killing it. Yeah, that's good. McLovin wanted to know about home teams struggling so far in the, in the NFL. And if you look at the home and road splits through the first four games of the season, this year is the fifth lowest home winning percentage of all time. 1983 is tops. Then uh, 2019 is second. 1978, 1971, and this year. The the winning percentage for the home team is less than 50%. 47% of the time the home team wins. Is that right, McLovin? That's right, but why? Last year they said there were no crowds. Yeah. So there's really no explanation I can think of. Ted in Tampa back with us. Hi, Ted. What's on your mind? Hey, DP, uh, good, good show. Uh, best and worst of the weekend. Uh, my best was uh, Mike. Don't step on Polly's toes, but my Kentucky Wildcats uh, beating Florida. And as you know, uh, only Kentucky and Florida are the only two NCAA teams to have won the basketball and football uh, championships in the same year. Uh, my worst of the weekend was uh, Sunday. Yesterday was the 28th anniversary of the Operation Gothic Serpent, uh, which was made famous in the movie Black Hawk Down. All right. Well, thank you, Ted. You bet. Appreciate that. Uh, are we going to stay with that poll question, McLovin? Uh, we have some more options. What uh, else do you have? Do you want NFL? Okay. We do, oh, we no. Really... You, had a, you had a college football Well, one? it was Alabama. Could Alabama oh, at this okay. point compete? Uh, the NFL, we didn't get really into the week four MVP watch yet. <laughs> Because it's starting to heat up. I'm, I'm going to guess Kyler Murray is the Kyler Murray MVP talk was rampant, but there's some sneaky MVP candidates. Okay, if Derek Carr wins tonight and plays well, then Derek Carr should be on that MVP list. But Even what, though you know I hate MVP, early season MVP talk. But do you know who leads the NFL in passer rating and has never gotten an MVP vote? And is sneakily, uh, once again, having great stats. Russell Wilson Jr. the third. How could he be doing this? We don't even notice. Like, I, I didn't think he was playing well this year. And all of a sudden, he has the best passer rating in the NFL by a long stretch. Yeah. He has never been first-team All-Pro, I don't think, in his career. I would say, I mean, there, there aren't many quarterbacks who go to the Hall of Fame who who weren't first-team All-Pro at least once, but that's not true. Uh, yeah, see. How many first-team All-Pro quarterbacks, though, is the storyline still? When are they going to let him really throw the ball? <laughs> yeah, I think it's going to be his entire career. Are you going to let him cook or what? I, 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 I think they give him a TV dinner. Like, they just go, here, cook that, and that's about it. But he somehow makes things happen. And, I mean, it wasn't a pretty game, but you know, those are the games. I mean, you got to win those games. And... uh 
somehow they were able to – I think he's got nine touchdowns, no interceptions so far this season. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah Spalding. And the only difference, instead of going 10-6, and six, they'll go 10-7. and seven this Wow. Year. Wow. But they will make the playoffs, though. You know I'm first-team all-rest. But they all it seems like 10 wins a year is standard procedure. He, I think he's had – has he had less than 10 wins in a season? Because he, he's the quickest to 100 wins in NFL history with quarterbacks. Yeah, McLovin. But you know how you always say it's a narrative award? Like, Kyler Murray seems like the great story so far, right? Yeah. Yeah, I would think so. I thought Russ was going to win the MVP last year. He peaked too early. Yeah, he did. Yeah, Paul. Russell Wilson's worst season as a starting quarterback is 9-7. and seven. He's had a couple 10-win seasons, a uh, couple 11, one thirteen, one twelve. But did they go 9-7, and seven, still make the playoffs, and they hosted the Saints that year? Mm, no, the year they went 9-7, and seven, they missed the playoffs. That's the only time in his career he missed the playoffs. All right. We'll take a break. More phone calls coming up next. Thanks for listening to the Dan Patrick Show podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday morning, 9 until noon Eastern, 6 to 9 Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. And you can find us on the iHeartRadio app at FSR or stream us live on the Peacock app. Hey, this is Jason McIntyre. Join me every weekday morning on my podcast, Straight Fire with Jason McIntyre. This isn't your typical sports pod pushing the same tired narratives down your throat every day. Straight Fire gives you honest opinions on all the biggest sports headlines, accurate stats to help you win big at the sports book, and all the best guests. Do yourself a favor and listen to Straight Fire with Jason McIntyre on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. As you may have realized, I watch a lot of sports. Like, a lot. That's why I like Prime Video. It has all my live sports and docs in one app. Like Giannis, The Marvelous Journey, and the National Women's Soccer League, both included with Prime. Plus, you can buy Premier Boxing or stream the NHL and NBA playoffs on Max with the Bleacher Report sports add-on. Or add Paramount Plus for the Masters on CBS. All in one app with one password. Prime Video. It's all your favorite sports in one place. Restrictions apply. Prime membership required for add-on subscriptions. See Amazon.com slash Amazon Prime for details. There are some things that are too good to keep a secret. Like how your Amex Platinum card helps you have the perfect trip. I'd like to check into the Centurion Lounge. Or how it seems like you always get those hard-to-snag tables. Ooh, yum. And how you get the most out of select can't-miss events. With access to the Centurion Lounge, Resi Priority Notified, and Amex card member benefits at select events, you'll have to share. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. 
Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and Game Sense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. San Francisco had to win 107 games, most by a National League team since the 86 Mets, and no one expected anything from this team. I think they were predicted to win 75 games by baseball prospectus to start the season. Most casual fans don't know the team that well. I'm included. Buster Posey is still there. The Giants last won the division in 2012. And that was in the midst of their three championship run in the early part of the 2010s. This team has a similar vibe with a different manager. They don't have Bruce Bochy. They have a team that is sort of devoid of stars like the Dodgers or Yankees. But it's a team that pitches well and plays well in that ballpark. We'll see what happens with the Dodgers and the Cardinals, that wild card matchup. And Max Scherzer on the mound against Adam Wainwright. And maybe we're headed for an L.A. San Francisco divisional series showdown. Not the uh, matchup we expected, but I don't think anybody would complain if the two best teams in baseball this season went head to head. And I know baseball is not going to go to this with the seeding or reseeding of teams. But I I do think that you need to uh, have some benefits for playing for the entire season and and putting up those kind of numbers there. how about a baseball prospectus? Let's go to Jimmy Jimerson, who is our uh, resident uh, in-house baseball, and he's just an analyst, an all-around analyst. And uh, let me go to Jimmy Jimerson. Jimmy, what do you think of the uh, wild card uh, situation in baseball? Uh, well, right now, I mean, it's a must-win game for both teams. Yes, it is. Yeah, yeah. So uh, I'd be curious to know if they're saving any starting pitching for the next game. But this this right now feels like must-win territory. Hmm. Factually true. Thank you, Jimmy. Back to you. That's Jimmy Jimerson saying absolutely nothing. <laughs> Cashing a good check. Oh, there were a few Jimmy Jimersons yesterday <laughs> when I'm watching. They're like, you know, um, it had to do with throwing the football. He can beat you in the air throwing the football. And I go, as opposed to what? Well, with arm talent like that. <laughs> He can beat you in the air throwing the football. It's funny how the more you think about it, the more stuff just jumps out at you. Like, what does that actually mean, though? Yeah. Now I'm ruined. (laughs) Whenever I'm listening to a game and I'll just hear somebody, you know, they'll they'll say something. You know what? They got a great running game when they run the ball. What? That ground game is really impressive when they run the football. The offensive line is really important in this one. (laughs) Really? Oh... There's a lot of Jimmy Jimmersons out there <laughs> making a lot of money yeah. being Jimmy Jimerson. 
couple more phone calls in here. Do we have the Yankees Red Sox pitching matchup? Do we know who's uh, who's going to? Yeah, you got uh, this is the slab. Eight p.m. Eastern, Tuesday, <laughs> Tuesday night. Towing the rubber, as they say. Well, now towing the the slab. Garrett Cole versus Nathan Ivaldi. Mm. It's almost a pick 'em game. The odds are pretty close. Mm. In Boston, though. Probable pitchers for Cardinals Dodgers: Adam Wainwright, who is ancient, but he's seventeen and seven with a three ERA this year. Yeah. And Max Scherzer, mm-hmm. big one for Max. Yeah. There's no tomorrow. Literally no tomorrow. There is no tomorrow. This is why you got Max Scherzer. See, I'm just getting ahead of this, you know, when you get ready to talk about that game. You know, this is why you got Max Scherzer. He's a big game pitcher. I don't think the Dodgers wanted to be in a one-game playoff (laughs) where they would use Max Scherzer and say, this is why you got him here. But uh, I don't like the one-game playoff, but I do love watching it. I I don't think it's fair to the teams. Yeah. when's the last time you had somebody who had at least 106 games didn't win the division? Has that ever happened? Remember we did the list of yeah, but I, I don't think any of them had 106 I wins. We'll double check that. I don't think so. But I just remember at the beginning of the season, it was a foregone conclusion the Dodgers going to win that division because maybe the Padres would challenge them. I, I guess there's, there's a little bit of talk that Bruce Bochy would come out of retirement to manage the Padres? Old school. I don't know. I mean, I always trust Bob Nightingale. If Bob Nightingale writes something about about Bruce Bochy, then believe it. You know, the White Sox brought back Tony La Russa, But I, I don't know if uh, Bruce... You know, it's weird. Um, I had heard this... This is... I don't know how many months ago when I was in Arizona. And... I uh, was with some people, and I was at a restaurant, and Bruce Bochy was there. And um, somebody said, uh, oh, did you see Bruce? I go, no, I didn't want to bother. He was on the other side of the restaurant. And, um, and I asked somebody, I said, is he going to manage again? And uh, the person, uh, I was, one of the people I was with said, with the right situation, he would. And I go, okay. I mean, I just filed it away, and then all of a sudden I saw... You know, Padres may reach out to uh, Bruce Bochy, which, sure, why not? Hall of Fame manager? Absolutely. A couple more phone calls, best and worst of the weekend. And we have a stat of the day. Kurt in Florida joins us with a stat of the day. Kurt, good morning. What do you have for me? Hey, good morning, Dan. How are you doing? Great, great, great. Dan, the Florida game, the Florida uh, Gators, right before the halftime there was a – Kind of a meaningless play, and there were three defensive penalties on one play. And the announcers had never heard about it, had never heard of that before. Three different penalties. Three different penalties, offsides, um, illegal use of hands, and pass interference on a nothing play with you know nothing left on the clock. It took five minutes to settle. The announcers had nothing to say. All right. Well, that's the stat of the day from Kurt. All right. Well, maybe Stats Inc. can help us with that, McLovin. Thank you, Kurt, for uh, stat of the day. Thought I was going to get a little bit more, but that's okay. Yes, McLovin. Uh, They can stop calling illegal use of hands on four out of every five plays, by the way. I don't even know what it means. Nobody does, and they call it every play now. Every play? It is it is all of a sudden like the main penalty in football and I don't no one really understands what it means. I know you can't touch a guy's helmet or something. 
But these these officials are not changing. Like if if they look at replay, it doesn't feel like they're overturning much. No, it seems like a philosophy this year. Yeah, Paul. Also, uh, roughing the passer, if your hand grazes the quarterback's helmet, it's really, isn't it different than a clubbing intention trying to hurt someone? I think it's allow, it should be allowed for your hand to graze the quarterback's helmet if it appears unintentional. Yeah, it used to be with defensive linemen that they would actually use their arm, forearm as a weapon to hit you upside the head. Yeah, Seaton. I mean, we've said it before, but why don't they just allow holding? Because then it's just a matter of who's stronger. Which guy's stronger? And that's kind of what it's supposed to be anyway. Just let people hold, at least on the line. But are you going to let your defensive backs hold off the line with the wide receivers? No. Okay. Even though they do. Even though they do, yeah. yeah. But linemen in the running game, just let them hold. Then it's just a strongman competition. That'll be fun. <laughs> there was a tripping call that wasn't called on T.J. Watt with Aaron Rodgers. And it's... And you could tell Rodgers is giving him the side eye. Like, you you know, you, you tripped me there. You know, T.J. Watt's like, I didn't, I, didn't, I didn't trip. I didn't trip. And then they show it on the replay, and then, you know, the crowd goes bonkers at Lambeau. Look, are you tripping? Look at that! All right, final hour on this Monday coming up. More phone calls. We'll check in with uh, Carson Palmer, who's been great analyzing these games. We'll take a break. Seton Pauly, Fritzy McLovin, yours truly here on the Dan Patrick Show. Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. With your Amex card, entertainment benefits like special ticket access and pre-sales to select can't-miss events while supplies last, make every tap music to your ears. Seton, what if I told you there's a bacon, then there's number one thick cut, tastes like a touchdown in your mouth bacon? You must be talking about Wright brand bacon because mm-hmm. they are not playing when it comes to the premium quality of their bacon. It's thick cut, hand trimmed, and real wood smoke. Real. And you can tell. So why settle for average bacon when you can have the real stuff? That's right. And if you're looking to upgrade any meal, any meal, try Wright brand bacon. That's called Wright brand bacon. You won't regret it. Experience bacon the right way. When you have a Miller Lite in hand, grilling doesn't just taste great. It tastes like Miller time. This past weekend for Mother's Day, I'm treating my wife while grilling. I'm treating myself with a Miller Lite. Miller Lite, it just tastes right. Whether it's barbecue season or just celebrating a regular day with burgers and dogs, with a Miller Lite in hand, grilling doesn't just taste great. It, it tastes like Miller time. To get Miller Lite delivered right to your door, Visit MillerLite.com slash Patrick. Or you can find it pretty much anywhere that sells great beer. Celebrate responsibly. Miller Brewing Company, Milwaukee, Wisconsin. 96 calories per 12 ounces.